Welcome to season three, episode nine of Gripped. I had a ton of fun with this episode because it gives a tool I've used many times successfully in the past that has helped me take actions that were outside of my comfort zone, actions that seemed as if they needed a ton of discipline to do, but once I had the tipping point in place, meaning I asked myself the right questions that would help me see that it was actually more painful to not take the action than it was to take the action. Taking the action just made so much sense and felt natural, and I was able to finally get out of my own way. So if we have a lot of people listening to this show today that get in their own way, they know they need to, <laughs> they know what they need to do, and yet they continue to live inside of this reality they've created in their minds about how terrible things are going to be or how they're going to get rejected. If you're living inside your head and you're trying to take action, use this tool because here's what statistics tell us about human behavior. 92% of the 17 million people that try to quit smoking every single year fail. 95% of people who lose weight fail to keep it off long-term. 88% of people who set New Year's resolutions fail at their attempt. And with a world of such well-intentioned people trying to make these positive changes, why do they continue to fail? And what holds you back personally from positive change? I'd like to illustrate the point with a quick story. There was a young man who every single day would walk by the same house on his way to school and there would be an old man sitting on the porch with his dog. And every day that he walked by, he would hear all the way from the street, down the driveway, the dog was whimpering. He was moaning and he was groaning and he was making noises as if he was in pain. And this kid would, you know, walk by every single day and you hear the dog. And eventually a couple weeks went by and he said, okay, I got to find out why is this dog moaning and groaning. So he stops on his way to school and he walks up to the man. And he says, sir, you know, I've been, I've been walking to school for the last couple weeks and every single day that I walk by your house, your dog is, he's moaning and groaning. He's making noises. Is he Okay. And the old man said, yeah, the dog's fine. The problem is, is he's sitting on a nail. And the kid, kind of confused, you know, he, he looks at the man, he says, okay, well, if he's sitting on a nail and it's annoying him and, and it's painful, why doesn't he just get up off the nail? And the owner said, well, it hurts enough to complain about it but it doesn't hurt enough for him to do anything about it. And I've found that I've lived my life that way often and, and, and too many times where I saw an area of my life where I really needed to make progress or really needed to make an adjustment. It either took me way too long to make the change that I needed to change or I never made it at all. And so an important question that I've been asking myself is, 
whether I want to lose weight or whether you want to quit smoking or ask that neighbor out on a date, you need to find out, and the question that I've been asking myself is, what is the tipping point? The point in which the dog is in enough pain where he actually gets up and does something about it. Or where that feeling of rejection is smaller potentially than the upside of actually getting this girl that you think is really cute to say yes. And so you go ask her on the date. And now at a fundamental level, there's something that's happening here before we can understand how to get to this tipping point for ourselves. Two forces. And they motivate us to do virtually everything we do. There's the desire to avoid pain and the desire to gain pleasure. Taking an action and making change isn't a matter of ability. It's a matter of motivation. When change is a should for most people, most people won't make the change. When change is a must, it is another story. My laptop is getting excited that the change must be a must. That's the tipping point. When action becomes a must. And again, the tipping point is a strategy that I've used successfully in the past. It's based off asking yourself pain questions and pleasure questions to get to a place where it actually makes more sense to take action. When I started waking up at 5 a.m., I used to use the tipping point. When I began public speaking for the first time, I would use the tipping point. And when I started making this blog and podcast, I would do the same thing. Simply put, our tipping point can be described as the moment in time when we associate more pain with inaction than we do with action. So imagine with me, just in the screen of your mind, an unbalanced scale. If you're like most people, including me very often, your scale is either completely level or tipped in the direction of your fears or excuses or reasons to not do. Meaning we can't take action. If our desire to make a positive change is overpowered by your fear of taking action, you will not take action. I do not take action in those circumstances. So in this imagination, we found the tipping point. It's just in the wrong direction. In other words, until our perceived fear of taking action is outweighed by the pain of not taking action, we won't change. Have you ever noticed that the whole world is full of people whose fears are bigger than their desires? That conversely, all the movers and shakers and people we look up to decided on some level that the pleasure of creating a legacy or making an impact far outweighed their concerns and excuses, even though they had them. In order to access the, the tipping point, we need to associate pain with not changing and pleasure with changing. So this motivation is based on both pain and pleasure. Pain is short-term motivation and then pleasure being the long-term benefits of the change. 
And I'm going to recommend a few questions that you could ask yourself that when I really need to make a change in my life, I have to do these and I do this exercise. I just finished this exercise for a business that I started in order to live out my dream of being in Colombia. And for anyone that knows me personally, you know it's on my to-do list of things to do in 2020 to move to Colombia. And I had to ask myself these questions because I was afraid of rejection of what people would think of me for starting my own business. Wouldn't support me, wouldn't become my customer. It was going to fail. After doing this exercise, I felt exhilarated about the pleasure of living in Colombia and the total regret that I would feel if I ended up going there without the income that I wanted to be producing. So here's the questions. You can write these out if you're driving, pause the episode and start it when you get home or pull over. You don't have to do that. If you're walking, pull out your phone and get ready to take notes. There's four pain-associating questions. One, what will not changing cost me? Two, what has not changing cost me in the past? Three, what is not changing costing the people I love? And these could be, what is it costing you in money, work, family, intangibles like confidence or self-esteem, things of that nature. And these are some additional questions to consider. One, how does not changing keep you from being close with your friends and family? Two, should people follow someone that doesn't have the discipline to make the change that you're trying to make? Three, how can you tell yourself that it's okay to not make change even though you think about it constantly? Those questions have worked for me to elicit pain responses and help me take action. Here's official, a few pleasure-associating questions. Number one, if you change this now, how will your life be different? Two, what are the potential gains? Number three, what will it mean for the people you love? And here are some final thoughts. The tipping point will only happen when you've emotionally associated massive immediate pain with not changing. And the massive immediate pleasure of changing now. If you found this to be useful, then you should be taking action immediately. If this was a sort of mental masturbation exercise where it was nice to think about, but you're not going to do anything about it, then I recommend you find another way that's going to get you to take action. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, these, these practices are tried and tested for me. They've worked for me. I now started my business. I'm now asking people that are my friends and family to become my customer, to support me, and to be part of the vision that I've created myself for living in Columbia. 
I don't know if these will work for you. My hope is that they can. The principles themselves are tried and tested. You may need to ask yourself a different question that's going to get you to see it for yourself. But my hope and the intention for this show is to help you step into the person you've always wanted to become. So I hope you appreciate the effort and time and you'll share this with someone if it's giving you value. Till next time, stay on the offense. Aggressively pursue a better version of yourself. And remember what Jim Rohn said. You cannot change the destination of your life overnight. But you can change the direction.